library and then Huffle Hufflepuff goes to ask again. Interesting. Yeah. Alright, let's do this. Okay. Welcome to the Smooth Squirrel Drafty Show. I'm your host, Smooth. With me is Squirrel. That's right. I'm Squirrel, a.k.a. Doug. That's Smooth, a.k.a. Nathan. You're tuned to the Drafty Show, the only show with all the stuff you need to know. Uh, I guess we need to do, like, some apologies? Nah, just, you know. We had some technical difficulties last week during yeah. the editing of the podcast, but well, there's a theory on this. Well, it's not a theory. It's like they sent me an email about it. Uh, so, last week I talked about how Ezra... Mo- Miller is a cult leader monster, and Warner Brothers Discovery wasn't happy about that because they paid a lot of money to get people to not say that so that we'll go watch their cartoon movies. Um, and so they fucked with our show, so we apologize. You really think that's what it was? I mean, they said it. They came to my house. They came to your house or emailed you. Like, there was, like, a dude. Uh-huh. Well, here's the weird thing. is like, they came to my house, right? And they uh-huh. were, like, one guy was wearing a Bugs Bunny mask, one guy was wearing a Daffy Duck mask. Okay. And they woke me up, and uh-huh. they were like, hey... Where's your laptop? And then they took my laptop and they wrote an email out and emailed me like while sitting on my bed threateningly. So I check it on my phone and it's like, hey, don't do this again or we're going to get you next time, you wascally rabbit. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Was it duck season or rabbit season? It was duck season. It was, it was squirrel season. season. Squirrel season. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. So, and then also, like, I just want to kind of say, like, F you. Because one of my biggest fears, pet peeves, is the lack of knowledge. <laughs> and this entire episode, you haven't let me know anything at all about. That's uh, not so true. You have given me the worst ulcers I've had since wife number one. Uh, so, like, t- not cool. Well, then it all it's all going to, like, blend together then. Sure. Like, I'm sure it's going to go well. I, I, I have full... Oh, I didn't say it was going to go well. I have full confidence in your ability to make me laugh. However, you have given me mild panic attacks for the last five days. So no more me planning the episode completely and leaving you, you in the dark? You can plan the episode. I just need to know what it is. Fair. Fair. I apologize. So let's do this with, and I'm going to have to throw to you every single time. Uh, but that's not true. We got one letter that you well, for sure yeah. know. And we have an email. So, okay, you can read the email totally. All right, so here we go with the letter D. And D this week is for Dude Looks Like a Lady, because in this episode, we're going to talk about the things that Doug and I have been eluded by with uh, three divorces, you know, shared in this room betwixt us both. Um, Women, I wanted to talk about women because it seems to be the one subject that neither one of us are very good at. Yeah. Yeah. So, in this week's... I mean, I'm super good at being divorced. Yes, you are, Doug. But in this week's episode, we're going to play... We're going to start right off with D. Right. And that's how the show we're gonna works. St- oh, hold on. Let me, let me start over again. In this week's episode, we're, for D, we're going to start right off with a game. Oh, shit. Okay. So, Doug... None of these items are cheaper than $7 okay. or more expensive than $50. Okay, so I've All got right. a, a $43 range. So I'm going to name you a makeup. Okay, well, I just want you to know I watched a lot of Prices Right when I was younger. That's so. good. Um, you can tell me how much you think it cost, and I'll, I'll make it easy on you. I'll 
within five dollars. Okay. okay. Or you can tell me how often a woman would buy this. All right. All right. Do I get bonus points for both? <laughs> sure. I'm going for two for every answer. I'm All gonna right. beat Bill. That's fine. Foundation, the bare minerals liquid foundation. Okay. How much do you think it cost? Eleven dollars and fifty nine cents. No. But do you want to guess how frequently it's bought? Monthly. Every six months. Every six months. Yeah. So it's like a big container. I'm assuming so. And it's thirty eight dollars. Which doesn't seem like a lot. Not for every six months. But we're going to continue down this okay. list. Mascara, the bad girl bang by Benefit. How much do you think that cost? $8. No, it's $28. Holy shit, makeup is expensive. But, and this one has a range of three months. How often do you think it's needed? To Seven be months. You're right out of the frame. It's three to six months. Fuck. Bad this. Let's go to eyebrows. The Anastasia Brow Whiz Pencil. It's a pencil? It's a pencil. $10. No. What the fuck? $25. That makes no sense. I can get you an eight pack of pencils for like six bucks. But how often do you think you need to buy it? Once a year. Every eight months. Damn, I'm bad at this game. It's okay. Let's go to concealer. Okay. Maybelline's uh, Fit Me. I'm going to say $30. This is one of the cheaper ones. This is $7.49. Now, how often do you think they need it? Well, I guess it depends on how many blemishes the girls have, right? I think that's what concealer's for. Right. Uh, uh, I'll give you... It's a two-month thing. It's between this number and this number. Four to six months. That is spot on. Good job. Did I get four to six months? Four to six months. That's spot on. I'm not going to get skunked. Now, powder. The Maybelline Fit Me Powder. What is it for? I don't know what powder does. I think it's after you put on concealer. Maybe powder is what you finish it off with, like when the Joker puts on his makeup. Okay, so I'm going to say $12. That's within the $5 range. I'll give you that. What, how much is it? $8.49. Okay, so it's pretty cheap, too. Okay. Yeah. Now, how often do you think they need to buy this powder? Four to six months again? No. No. Every eight months. Eight months. Yes. Okay. So you're sitting at what? Three points? Two points. Two points? Two points. Okay. Bronzer. Benefit Hula. $19.99. No. $45.99. You only got the one answer and oh. you didn't get either one of them. $1 million. It's $35. $35. Now how often do you think they need bronzer? I'm going to say eight months. Spot on. Is it eight months? Eight to 12 months, yes. Okay. All right. Moving forward, let's get shadowy. Eyeshadow, Bare Minerals Glimmer Eyeshadow. Huh. Uh, $15. $18. Okay. Good job. How often do you think they need to buy it? Uh, six months? Eight to 12. Eight actually. to 12. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. This is like, I'm kind of glad that my girl daughter is like a hippie. <laughs> Same. My daughter cares nothing about makeup. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is a palette. So, Too Faced Natural Eyes palette. That seems expensive. It's probably not. I'm going to say $38. Uh, 
you almost had it. Like, if you'd have stayed with the and rounded up to forty, you'd have got it. But it was forty four dollars. Okay, so it is expensive. It's expensive, yes. Yeah. How often do you think it's needed to be bought? It's eight to twelve again. Twelve months. Twelve months. Seems like that's something that would last a while. Then they have primer because I guess you got to you prime get, your face before you base can seal coat. your face. Yeah. I'm not sure. So with primer, you have L'Oreal Prime Lab. Okay. How much do you think it costs? Forty-five. $16.99. Holy shit. You would think that something that requires a base coat like that would be like more expensive. Maybe. I don't know how much car primer is, but I imagine it's cheaper than the paint. That's know. that's what I'm going like off. Like house of. primer paint is a, is the same, if not a little bit more. Okay. How how often do you think they need to buy their primer? Yearly? One to two months. So they got to go through a lot of primer. Yeah. Is well, that why it, that's it's why it's relatively cheaper, I okay. think. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. Now we have setting spray. <laughs> Urban Decay's All Nighter. What is setting spray? I have no idea. It gets the mood. Is it like for hair or is it for face? I think it like sets the setting for whatever color they're trying to achieve. Okay. I had an ex that bought plenty of these Urban Decay palettes, so I know exactly how much these cost. $25. No, $36. $36. How often do you think they need to buy them? I have no idea. I'm going to go off a thing, so I'm going to say 10 months. Every six months. Six months. Now, blush. Blush. Okay. Tarte Amazonian Clay. Amazonian Clay. That sounds expensive, but every time I think something sounds expensive, it's not. Go ahead and shoot for it. I'm going to say $30. Right on the money, Doug. Is it $30? $30. And I'm going to say four to six months. Eight to 12. Eight to 12 months. I Can anybody tell I don't wear makeup? Now this we're going to go baby. to lipstick. Okay, seven ninety nine. Do you want to go with that before I even say the name of it? Nope. <laughs> Bare Minerals Mineralist Matte Liquid Lipstick. $11.99. $22. $22 for lipstick. Hey, lips are important. Also, Doug, did you know that the perfect shade of lipstick for a woman is the color of her areolas? Nope. Yeah, learn that on TikTok. You I told watch, you I've been studying this week. You watch a lot of different TikToks than I do. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> Also, I study, okay? I right, studied right, for this. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's why there's tissues all over this office. We're not going to talk about that. How often do they need to buy this lipstick? Six months. Right on the money, Doug. And then now, I mean, to get everything going, you need a, a blender, a beauty blender. Oh, blenders are expensive. Real Techniques Miracle complexion sponge beauty blender it's a sponge it's a sponge shaped like a butt plug well the end of a butt plug shaped like a butt plug yeah it's a butt plug sponge i'm gonna say 27 dollars. this is one of the most cheap items you can get i'm gonna say seven dollars right on the money doug how often do you think they need to buy it monthly monthly is correct i was trying to will you the the right answer the will but also it seems like the cheaper it is the more often you have to buy it now let's get off of makeup Thank you. Okay. Let's go to eyebrow waxing. How much do you think it costs to get your eyebrows waxed, and how often do you think you need to do it? Pending on, like, you know, how furry them caterpillars are. Personally, for me, it was half my shit. Um, But I guess that was when I last got them done. I'm going to say it is 
$47 if you go to the weird Korean people that use strings. You know what? I'm going to give it to you only because that I have 35 here to get them waxed. So with a tip, I don't know how much a tip would be. I think 47 is getting off kind of low because I feel like they would just go to straight 50. I don't know. I feel like women are very generous tippers Especially when it comes with something to beauty like that. stuff. Yes. If, it, if it's good job. But I was thinking about like the weird ladies, so it's not waxing, but you yeah, know yeah, the yeah. ones that pull it with the string? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, I know for a fact that that's $45. That's yeah. Okay. How often? Uh, I think monthly, right? I have eight weeks down. Okay, so bi monthly? I would go monthly for sure I because, also, I mean, women's eyebrows are all different. And I like, I'm a very hairy dude. So I get my eyebrows done when like, I have to go do something. Like for the wedding, okay. I had them done and stuff like that. Yeah. But I also go to the like, little Asian ladies. That use, the, that use the strings? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, this item is more expensive than $50. Okay. 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 I call it undercarriage waxing, but let's just get straight to it. It's a Brazilian wax. A full Brazilian wax. A full Brazilian wax. That's going to cost you about $70. Right on the money, Doug. Yeah. That's including tip with this particular one that I found. Now, how often do you think a woman needs to go and do this? I'm, I'm going to say six weeks. Four to six weeks. Yeah, that's correct. And and the main thing about that is is I, and I didn't realize it, but after it was explained to me, it makes better sense. Like with stuff like that, you want some hair follicle growth, so yeah. that way the wax has something to grab onto, which makes sense, right? And you don't like that will also prevent like ingrown hairs from coming because mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. you wax too often, they'll like the hairs will kind of like become ingrown, and those are very painful. Yeah. Speaking so from experience, and you're Brazilian. I'm Irish and native, but okay. uh, I mean, I've waxed. You stuff. have an Irish wax? I have. I, I, I'm old, so I've lived a lot of life. Okay. Well, that was this week's game. Doug, how do you feel like you did? I feel like I am very, very glad that my girl daughter does not buy makeup yet because that sounds so expensive. <laughs> Yes. I didn't realize how much money went into that. Yeah. Also, Bill from Indy, I hope you kept score. I think I got like six. Do you think you did better than Bill? No. You think Bill's going to like smoke the shit out of this game? I don't know, because I know Tracy. Yeah. And I don't know that she uses any of those brands, but like... I think he's going to do way better than me. I feel like most of those brands would be kind of universal, you know, like for just like popularity, because obviously we've heard some of those names. Right. I've Urban heard, Decay, yeah. L'Oreal. I hadn't heard the Urban Decay, but L'Oreal I'd heard of. Oh, there's some people that are obsessed with those Urban Decay palettes, like eyeshadow palettes and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that was this week's game. All right. I did not care for that. I, I now know how it feels. R is for reading, and as part of book talk, which is a popular thing on TikTok and just in general for women, there's a lot of like sexual books out there. And I have five Disney smut books that I like to call that are based off of Disney characters or maybe just like in turn fairy tale and fable characters. But the names were changed in some of these. 
Okay. So let's see if you can guess what they are as well as we go along, because I had to go back and look them all up. So am I guessing which Disney character or what the name has changed to? Oh, I mean, the names of, for that are pretty, like, this is not part of a game. Like, this is not oh, okay. need to be done like that. I'm not going to make you play four games. Or am I? There's only six letters, dude. All right. So this week for the books, uh, I have Katie Robert, who's Good. an author, who wrote seven of these, I like to call Disney smut books, but I think they're just like, kind of like, you know, just like fantasy. Okay. Essentially. And they're very sexual. Right. For Disney-esque characters, because that's how we look at these characters. So, for this first one, I'm going to read you the description and tell you the name of the book. Once upon a time, I met a man who stole my heart. And in my desperation to reunite with him, I have nowhere to turn but the sea witch. Ursula is a beautiful and dangerous woman. The one person my father warned me to never get close to. But all the crimson lips and pretty lies, I'm not convinced despite my fear. It's a simple enough plan, if not for the faint of heart, an auction to sell the one thing I possess any value of, myself. The money will free Alaric. I think that's a play for Eric. Well, that's the actual character's name in the original Dutch fairy tale. And then we can finally be together, except nothing is simple at all. Ursula is playing a game, and I can only begin to comprehend. And Eric, the man I thought I loved, might just be as much of a villain as the woman I can't help but be drawn to when Hmm. playing in the darkest depths of love and lust. It will be everything I can do not to drown. (laughs) So it's a love story between Ariel and the sea witch. Little sperm maid. I don't think there's any sperms in this, Doug, to be honest. No. So this one is called The Sea Witch. Okay. Um, it's weird. I don't like that very much. You don't like it? Well, also, how is she going to drown? She's a mermaid. Okay. So unless like Ursula is like a freshwater octopus or something, and she's like a saltwater mermaid, and then she's got to go to freshwater because like they don't, like fish can't do that. <laughs> unless you're a salmon. Is she a salmon? I don't think she's a salmon, Doug. Okay. Yeah, so maybe that's why she's drowning, because like, the kills so? are prost- yeah, like they're yeah. genetically different, because the way you need to filter like freshwater versus saltwater, and then like so like, you can't put like, a freshwater fish in a saltwater Maybe tank. it's right in a gulf where freshwater meets seawater, because right. I know certain fish thrive in those kind of areas. Yeah, but you can also like see the line. Mm. So, I don't know, man. I- I'm interested to know how, how a mermaid can drown. I think it was like drowning in love type situation. Oh. I'm an incel, so like, you know. I got that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, here's another one for you. A night with Megara, and I'm willing to do anything to save her from Hades. The man holding her captive, victim to his every whim, a bargain with the deal himself, seems a small price to pay in order for Megra to go free, until I learn that she's exactly where she wants to be. She's queen to Hades' king, and I am the fool that walked right into their trap. The same trap who desires them both as much as I hate them. I can't resist Megara's touch, 
or stop from being drawn to Hades' dark desires by the time I realize just how deep a game he's playing. It may be too late for all of us. Jerk off, Ulysses. Close. It's a thruple thing with Hercules, Meg, and Hades. Right. You're going to jerk, get jerked off and jerk off. He's, there's just so much stroking. This one is called Learn My Lesson. All right. Which I never would have thought about Meg, Hades, and Hercules being in a thruple. Right. Because, like, Hercules is classically with uh, Persephone. Which is why we have winter, because like that's the three months that she lives down there. So like, is Meg Hades' side chick? Is Persephone the side chick? She's only there for three months. Like, where does that lie in? Because like Hades loves Persephone, and Persephone says she loves like Hades, but she also like wants to be with her mom, and that's why we've got like seasons. Uh, I don't. I just. I don't know, man. Where's Danny DeVito in all this? Well, he's usually like handing you an egg in this trying time. Ah. Well, either way, here's another one. <clears throat> Once upon a time, I fell in love with two men. Their feelings for me were matched only by the hatred for each other. Gaten and his brash charm and casual cruel beast and his lust equal to his panache for violence. Yeah. Being with them was sinful and perfect in different ways. In the end, I couldn't choose, and I lost them both. Now my sisters have tasked me with securing our power base no matter the cost, and I will do anything for my family, even if it means agreeing to terms set by Gaten and Beast. Three of us, together, but only for as long as it takes me to choose one of them once and for all. And when playing the games of power... Happily ever after isn't a priority. Not even for me. Especially not for me. I got this one. Go ahead. Booty or the bestiality? It's just called the beast. Fuck. I thought I I was onto that one. But, uh, you know, like, no one fucks like Gaston. Yeah, that is true. He makes cucks like Gaston. Yeah, especially with beasts. Uh, Nobody can, I don't know. Wear a 10-gallon hat like well, Gaston? Well, it has to run with cuck and fuck. So nobody uh, gets down in my muck like Gaston. He's especially good at cuddlingus. Uh, <laughs> all right, go on. I'm sorry. 10,000 points for Gaston. Yeah. All right. So I feel like this one's mostly just a relationship, like a, a hate relationship between Gaston and Beast. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of, like, A, thruppling, and mm-hmm. B, like, uh, I don't know what it's called in English, because I'm a weeb, but, like, yaoi, like, taking two straight characters and, like, shipping them together, mm-hmm. and, like, presenting them as, like, in love with each other, which I've always just known as yaoi, but, like, I'm also a weeb, so I don't know what that's called in English, besides shipping. Pretty much. Slash Vic. Forcing people together. Right, slash fix. So, like, you know, Gaston and Beast. You ready for this next one? No. Once upon a time, I made a deal with the devil, and it turns out I liked playing in the dark. Over the years, I've become someone I'm proud of, someone dangerous. I'll never be as dangerous as Malone, though. She's one of the most feared leaders in Carver City, and her reputation is more than earned. Years ago, we had a single night together, 
and she's exhort, <laughs> and she's ignored me ever since. Imagine my surprise to discover she scheduled me for the final two weeks of my contract. Maybe I should be afraid. Everyone else fears Malone. Instead, all I feel is anticipation. It's time to balance the scales once and for all. The villains aren't the only ones in Carver City. A person should be wary of crossing. Sometimes the prettiest flower hides the deadliest poison. Okay, I'm going to say... Eating Chinese takeout from the box. This is actually a story of Maleficent and Aurora. And it's called Queen Takes Rose. That's gross. So Malone is Maleficent. See, I thought thought it was Malone. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, Sleeping Booty. Uh, Sleeping Booty? Yeah. Okay. The, something about make it pink, make it blue. Oh. Okay. Uh, uh, fairy godfather. Uh, I don't think there's any men in this one, bud. Oh, uh, oh, you need the little prick. There you go. We're going to go with that. <laughs> so all of these books have warnings. Um, also. Yeah, they sound very etchy. This one in particular <clears throat> is a uh, content warning, abusive ex-partner, emotional and physical. Okay. Once upon a time, I was a girl who believed in love and happily ever afters. Now, the only thing I believe in is revenge. Unfortunately for me, there is one man willing to help me. Hook. I I should have known it. It wouldn't be out of the goodness of his heart. He doesn't have anyone. No, Hook wants his ring on my finger and me on my knees before him. And he won't take no for an answer. I'm willing to pay any price in order to bring our mutual enemy down, even if it means I lose my soul in the bargain. Um, was that, was the last, was that soul or whole? Soul. Okay. Uh, Peter in the pan. <laughs> this one's actually just called a worthy opponent. It doesn't sound like it's a worthy opponent. <laughs> like, okay. And it's, it's obviously just... Tinkerbell's perspective. Oh, I thought it was Peter Pan. No, this is Tinkerbell and Hook. That's, like, you can't even... It's Fifty Shades of Grayish, actually. I don't... Okay. Is this the last one, or is there... That is the last one. Okay. There are seven books. I'm only reading about five, because one of them is about short stories. I think that all of these are romanticizing bad relationships, every single one of them, and... Like, why would you write something that puts domestic violence and gaslighting and uh, emotional and sexual abuse and then make it something, like, to want and strive for? That doesn't seem, like, good at all. You should save that question for the next one, too. God damn it. After anime. But (sighs) these books can be found on Amazon. this is why I, I I freak out. And they're around like $15 a piece. That's too much. You can buy the whole set. You could buy like two butt plug concealers for that. That is true, Doug. Good job. 
Moving on, this week, where Doug finally gets to be a part of this, instead of just participating. I mean, that's literally what a part means. Hey, we did DNR. Okay, what's next? Hey, okay. A is for anime. Doug, go ahead and kick us off. Uh, a- anime is short for Japanese animation. It is like cartoons from Japan that get sent over here. That's true. And we watched some of Bill from Indy's suggestions. Oh, yeah, you did. I did. You didn't watch them? No, it was, you told me I could take this week off. Oh, okay, fair enough. All right, so this week I watched two of them. Kind of, I didn't purchase Crunchyroll. I tried to watch it on YouTube with uh, Shimonetta. I oh. was able to start on episode five. Oh, oh God. Okay. Let's let I'll, yeah. Okay. I'm back in. Okay. Uh, you want to be back in now? Cause I want to like rail about this in the same way that I want to rail about the R. Uh, Bill, man, what the fuck, bud? Uh, this is just pure etchy, pure hentai. Uh, Japan passes some decency laws where you can't look at or even say anything remotely perverted but it's made it so the children now don't even know what sex is um they call it bonding and or docking sometimes uh and the main character is a guy whose name is Tanuki, or that's his nickname, which is like a raccoon dog. If you ever played Super Mario Brothers 3, there's a suit you can get. Uh, but they have large testicles, and then a girl named Ayami who puts panties on her face, and then they spread pornography to everybody because what the fuck? And then it just gets worse from there. Like the main character is in love with a girl who's like a squirter who like puts her vaginal fluid into cookies. Yeah, I've seen that part. Uh, and then like the other dude on the student council, because they're also all minors, uh, is like gay for him because he wore a wig in one episode. Uh, it's it's bad. It was definitely something, wasn't it? it I didn't care for it. I did not care for it. <laughs> well, uh, let's, let's talk about one we enjoyed then. Okay. Uh, your boy Kong Ming? I I didn't watch this one. Um, I seen some stuff on YouTube, a very small bit. I didn't really like this one too much either, Bill. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, it was better than Shimonetta, but I also watched all of that, thinking that at some point it's going to turn into something else, and it just got more etchy. So, yeah, we can talk about Way of the House Husband. I was a big fan of that one. Yeah, let's talk about Way of the House Husband. So, basically, a former Yakuza decides he's giving up that life to just be a house husband. And on Netflix, they're 17-minute episodes. I think I watched six of them, but in the episodes, they're like snippets. They're like three to four-minute, uh, like little, little episodes, little mini-episodes. So, you're getting like three or four her and i rather enjoyed the episode where he gets the roomba yeah that was a good one that was my favorite one um i liked the fact that they were all little short like snippets within each episode there were like each episode was like just a short little five minute thing Mm -hmm. but then they'd put like five together to make 
one episode. We liked the cat's adventures. The cat adventure was pretty interesting. Uh, I liked the when he meets his old rival. The like, so he's the mortal dragon, and then the other guy was like the iron tiger. Yeah, and then like they have like a bake off mm-hmm. where one of them makes crepes and the other one makes like a parfait. Like that was cool as shit. I liked that. Uh. Like, I, I was a huge fan of this one because it's very, uh, it takes a lot of the classic anime tropes and then spins them for fun. So I enjoyed it. And it, like, to me, it was far less, uh, sexually forward than the other two. Yeah, that was not sexually forward at all. Like, he was just happy in a relationship and she liked weird, like, I guess they're like Getter Robo or some sort of weird, like, uh, space sheriff combo with Sailor Moon thing. Like, I wanted more of that. Yeah, because he goes off and he gets her, like, the perfect gift, so he thinks, and then she already has that yeah, one. Yeah, and then, like, later and then on... he's like, punish me. She's, like, he's babysitting, and then a boy oh, breaks one of her figurines. Yes. Like, yeah, it was... It, that one is really good. I like I liked Way of the House Husband. That was, that was good. So we're going to give it the smooth squirrel recommendation. Yeah. Of those three, Bill from Indy, I will put that one far, far above the other two. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm going to take a minute here. Uh, I'm going to talk about some other anime that I think are really good. I, I like your more classic, like, hero adventure stuff. Uh, so I would really recommend... Outlaw Star, which is a couple of basically space cowboys that end up saving the universe, and it's like it's a classic one from the '90s that does a lot of steampunk type work. Uh, the I think the anime the animation is very cool, and it it's just got a great story. I don't want to reveal too much, but it involves basically like your classic knight rescuing a princess to save the kingdom, but on a galactic scale. Uh, another one that I really like is uh, Trigun, which is a space western about sort of a guy who has a very uh, large villainous reputation, but he's actually like a very nice kind of cloud cuckoo lender character. Uh, and it's about two insurance agents that try to stop him because wherever they go, they have to pay. A bunch of insurance claims on it. Um, so I like that one a lot. And then if you want more of like a militaristic thing, I think the Gundam saga is very good. There are like several series that follow a timeline. Then there's a bunch of alternate timeline stuff, which is more like base series. Like your Gundam Wing is an alternate. Your G Gundam Unicorn is also another side story. But if you go through like the 8th MS team to like Charge Rebellion and stuff like that, the main Gundam story is a very good war drama told in a you know future setting but it is very much like if you like you know band of brothers or uh Patton or any kind of war movie like the main gundam line uh the main series it has several several series within it but that uh that's very good uh and then if you like funny stuff, uh, Sergeant Frog is great. It's very absurdist, about four 
frog aliens that come to or five frog aliens that come to the planet to take it over, but then they just end up enjoying Japanese culture instead. Uh, that was great, and it's very off the wall absurd. So if you're into something funny, I really recommend Sergeant Frog. Sergeant Frog, huh? Sergeant Frog. Or Kiro Gunsu, but most of the time, it's easier just to type SGT Frog. So, most of these, can they be found on Crunchyroll? Uh, Crunchyroll or Funimation or Hulu. Uh, Hulu has a lot of good anime. Uh, Hulu has a show called Black Clover that's very good. It's your classic. It's like Harry Potter, kind of. Uh Everybody oh. has magical tomes, except this one guy who can't use magic for some reason, but he gets a sword that is anti-magic, and it's about his rise through the ranks of a basically wizarding school. So Black Clover on Hulu is very good. It's okay. very long, though. A lot of the ones I recommended are only like 26 episodes. Yeah, but still, that's something you can kind of get through. Yeah. Yeah. But well, Sergeant Frog's like 400 episodes, but it's just silly. Silly's funny. Yeah, and Silly's it, it's good. not like an ongoing story. Like each one is sort of like Way of the House Husband. All right. Okay. So moving forward with the theme of the episode, we had to just detour a little bit for anime because we needed Bill to at least listen to the episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I like we still have the regular listeners we have to think about. That's why we have to go to anime. Okay. This week, F is for film. Okay. Movies that women enjoy. Why are you doing this to me? I don't know. I did it to us. I did it to us, Doug. All right. Now, most of you, and the list I'm going to use does kind of coincide with it, but I was also given information. Not all Women do enjoy rom-coms, but not all of them like the movies that make them cry and stuff like that. So I pose the question, women, to, to the women that I talk to, movies that you watch... To get kind of, you know, in the mood, in a sense. And I was given a flat-out, honest answer. Wait, at least it's sexually in the mood? Yeah, just like in the mood. You know, like men will watch movies, and there's usually like an attractive woman in the movie. You know, like in all the Marvel movies, we got Scarlett Johansson, and in different movies, we have like a Rachel McAdams, or just somebody in general that we're like, yeah. Okay, that's supposed to, like embellish that perfect woman type of thing but for women it's like well what 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 movies do they enjoy like do they enjoy marvel movies do they enjoy that aspect because you got chris evans and you know america's ass like is that what women enjoy okay here's what i was told yeah aside from the magic mics and the 50 shades of gray and certain rom-coms. Women do enjoy the same movies as us, as us, and they watch them for 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 the reason that we would think about if we had thought about it. Does that make sense? But no. Let me give you an example. But I also don't like this shit. I watched Aquaman. I liked Aquaman. I hated Aquaman. But women aren't watching Aquaman for the storyline. They're watching because it because it wasn't there. Jason Momoa. Right. Because that's what women want. Women want Jason Momoa. Women want Channing Tatum. You know? Like, stuff like that. Like 21 Jump Street? I think more like Magic Mike, to be honest. 22 with you, Jump yeah. Street? Anything with Channing Tatum, I think, is acceptable. Like Zac Efron. Wasn't he, like, in a gimp suit and this is the end? Yes. Which might be my favorite scene with Danny McBride. Mm. What about this time in Hot Rod where he beats up the old man with a trash can? 
And he's like... Channing Tatum did this? No, Danny McBride. Oh. I don't think women are watching movies for Danny McBride. Oh, I mean, I do. So, I went to Ranker. Okay. And this is the top movies that will get you laid. But essentially, it's from like what women kind of strive for. Now, you remember how you were talking about the books? Like, a lot of them were like situations that most people don't want to be in. Yeah. The top movie on here. Glorifying it. Is uh, it's got Richard Gere in it and Diane Lane. Okay. Yeah. Unfaithful. Yeah. That's number one on here. The which is ridiculous, but it's also the Diane Lane is one that's unfaithful. It's not Richard Gere. Yes. So it's from her, like it's her point of view where she's cheating on him with some like I think Italian, maybe Spanish guy, like guy from Spain. Yeah. Um. It's like, ugh. ugh. Let's come let's, back to me for tea. Let's let's go uh, to number two with a Sharon Stone. Michael Douglas classic, Basic Instinct. I don't believe this. I don't believe this. You don't believe this? I don't believe this is what women are into. Hey, I, like, just, I don't. I'm because the website. Like, the, the only woman in that movie is portrayed as a horrible, horrible person. Yeah. I also don't super buy it. I don't buy it. I don't for one second buy this. What about Pride and Prejudice? That I buy because that, that I understand, but that's right? not that's just like, oh, look at them using flowery language, and he's like showering her with affection, and it's pure and innocent, and there's nothing sexual about it, like until there is. But it's also Jane Austen, so she was paid by the word, so too mouthy, eyes wide shut again. No, don't fucking believe you. They they make Nicole Kidman. Not she's not even a fucking character in that movie. Like she loses all autonomy, and it's only told through the eyes of fucking uh, Tom Cruise's character. Who, like, if you like, it is Kubrick, right? So it's fucking brilliantly done. But like, in no way does that make. No, I don't buy it. So no. she's treated more like an object instead of a person. It in starts movie. in there in a happy family, and then he starts fantasizing because he has a midlife crisis, and then in his mind she turns into a fucking monster. Nah, I don't buy it. It's probably what happened to their marriage, too. Well, I mean, she tries to go along because she's in love with him, and then it all breaks down because Tom Cruise is a piece of shit. Do you think Tom Cruise has ever made a bad movie? Yeah, I think Tom Cruise has made several bad movies. Like, which one do you think is the worst? Legend? Legend. <laughs> That's real early in the career there. You asked? I did. I did ask. All right, this one I think is kind of spot on. Okay. Titanic. Sure. I mean, I've never seen it, but yeah, everybody talks about it. So, sure. But isn't that also like about like a pure like whirlwind romance that takes place over like a week and then he dies and she never has to deal with him again and she gets a cool necklace? That she later on throws back into the ocean. I mean, she kept it for 80 years or whatever. Yeah, so, fair enough. <laughs> Cruel Intentions. Again, don't fucking buy it. Don't fucking buy it. Back, like, the millennials in that generation were all about it. But it's not like a... Like, it. that is a a movie written for dudes to get hard to. Like, that is not a movie that, like, takes the feminine perspective into account. 
It literally turns every woman into a bisexual whore. Even the one that's pure innocent in the beginning of the movie gets corrupted in the movie. Like, nope. Don't fucking buy it. Speaking of Reese Witherspoon and that. Because you got Reese Witherspoon, Selma Blair. Yeah, are you going to tell uh, me Fear's on there Geller. now? Hold on. And Ryan Phillippe, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty uh, so, much yeah, the Yeah, Selma Blair, Reese Witherspoon, Sarah Michelle Geller, Ryan Phillippe. Yeah. I don't think Fear's on here, but we'll find out. Because Fear's about a 16-year-old that gets, like, gaslit and manipulated by a 21-year-old Marky Mark who tries to kill her dad. That's probably on there, right? Women fucking love that shit. Let's find out. I hate this so much. Do you want to stop? Nope. Love Actually. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. That, that makes is sense. a that is a clearly a movie like made to get women in the mood. Here's one I know you don't like. Oh, the, I don't like any of these so far. <laughs> the Notebook. I watched The Notebook recently because I had to be a vampire. Uh, Patreon.com slash DraftEQ. You can hear me be an idiot. Uh... I watched the notebook. It's terrible. She treats him like garbage. I can see why women like it. This one, I watched this movie when I was younger. It's a sci fi movie Battlestar Galactica. Species. Nope. Nope. Not a movie for women. Like, what? Like, there is. There's no romance in that. There's no even. No. This fuck, next one totally you. is. This next one totally is. Okay. Secretary. No. Yeah, it's just like Fifty Shades of Grey. Essentially, this is, it is Fifty not Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. It, I, it's pretty much saying it's Fifty Shades of Grey. It's just more like what sadistic. Okay, Fifty Shades of Grey. She has consent in secretary. She pretty much gave consent. She did not give consent. James Spader fucking manipulates her into becoming his sex slave. She also had. Some like issues with depression and mental health. Right, he took advantage too. of her weakness to then turn. She became happy with it. No, she, she seemed like became... she was happy in the end of that movie. I uh, did not like that movie, by no, the way. That no, nope, 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 nope. We'll do one more. Just one more. Right, well, fucking Silence of the Lambs. Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Jason takes Manhattan. They you have know a prom. Funny? Of all the list I looked at, Silence of the Lambs was one in a testimonial that a woman said she rather enjoyed. Fuck that. That I is don't like you get super okay. buy that. Like, do, do you think I buy any of this? I don't. Here's the thing. Like I could see like women being like these were good movies. Like I I like because like pre- preference is preference, but I don't see any of not any of these, but I don't like see most of these being anything that like gets a woman in the mood and if that's what gets a woman in the mood get out of that relationship now ready silver linings playbook okay no that's fine i get that i mean except for the aids angle I just I want to keep going now because they're starting to actually make like a couple of these are starting to actually make. And sense. I'm sure that there are like real ones in there, but you can't tell me eyes wide shut and species. Like fuck you, ranker. Are you ready? Sure. Mad love. I don't even. This heard of one's that one. very like rare. It's uh, Chris O'Donnell and uh, Drew Barrymore in like the very early '90s. Yeah, see, I don't love movie. And ah, here we go. Magic Mike XXL. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Out of all the movies, right. 
this like one sure makes sense. like roadhouse like i could see women getting turned on by that because it's patrick swayze like looking good now they're starting to make sense more are you ready we'll do a little bit of rapid fire ghost yep 50 shades of gray sure american pie i don't buy that no not road trip Definitely don't buy that. <laughs> Risky business makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's about him selling sex. Crazy Stupid Love makes sense. Yep. It's a rom com. Uh, Crazy Beautiful with, uh, I think it's Jay Hernandez and Kristen Dunst. Yeah. That no, makes sense. Yeah. Kirsten, but yes. Kirsten Dunst. I'm sorry. Magic Mike's Last Dance. That makes Whoa, sense. Whoa. How many Magic Mike's were there? I think there's three. Oh, damn. The English Patient. That makes yeah. sense. Well, because that is literally a movie about romance. <laughs> Sophie's Choice on there. Schindler's List on there. Uh, Dear John's on here at number 27. Dear John, that movie. Oh, can we talk? Just pause for oh, a no, second. I mean, we're done with the bit, but I mean, let's talk about that. Dear John is a movie where Jim Caviezel dies and then supposedly left a series of notes to get Hillary Swank laid. What the fuck? That, no, what? <laughs> That's not the movie. That's not the movie? Which movie am I thinking of? Dear then? John is the one about Channing Tatum and Amanda Seyfried. Oh, okay, and yeah. And he's in the military. Okay, I was thinking, there's a movie with Hillary Swank and Jim Caviezel. It's not Jim Caviezel, it's Gerard Butler. They're the same fucking person. You put those two next to each other, you t- you show me them in the same place at the same time. That ain't happening, buddy. Oh my god. Uh, Women do love Gerard Butler, by the way. But I also like also- Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. I love Gerard Butler and Jim Caviezel and Tom Hardy. They're all the same person. Oh, God. Don't do that. They're the same person. You ever seen Adam Driver and Keanu Reeves in the same place? Nope. I haven't, so you might be on to something. Adam Driver is just Keanu Reeves with a fake nose. Here's another thing. You know what a lot of women do like, and this this is a proven fact, Okay, because I've experienced this with the several women I've talked to on a daily basis. Okay. A show that women like that has since ended, Shameless. Oh, yeah. Women love that show. Yeah, it's a great show, though. It, it is a good show. It's just a really great show. But, like, it's, like, I'm sure it's not like, well, what do you watch to get turned on? Fucking Shameless. Like, that ain't happening. <laughs> so, that's F this week. Yeah, it is. All right. T brings us to the second game. There's a second game. There's a second game. There's two games. Okay. So, a little while ago, we played a game where I gave you smooth answers. Sure, sure. I'm going to give you 10 different scenarios where you're in a relationship and how you I'm in a relationship? when you're in a relationship. So, that ain't happening. Okay. I don't do relationships. These are Doug scenarios. These are squirrel scenarios here. Okay. They're all going to be real nuts. So, T is for talking it out, and that's what we're going to do. First issue in a relationship. Where to eat. Okay. Have you ever asked that question to somebody you're in a relationship with? I've asked it to children. But to ex-wives, we'll say. Yeah, sure. Okay. And they say, I don't know. Uh-huh. And then you make a suggestion. But your suggestion's obviously wrong. What do you do in that situation? Instead of asking where they want to eat, say, hey, I made reservations. Guess where? And wherever they guess, you say yes. That's actually pretty smooth. I like that. Yeah, man. All right. All right. Number two. 
When they buy a new outfit and they want to know if they look good in it or if it makes them look fat, how do you answer this? What kind of relationship am I in? We'll say a serious one. Like, is it a long-term relationship? Is it still new? Oh, okay. So that 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 changes the answer? Yeah, of course it does. Okay, so we'll say still new. Still new. Yes, everything in the world looks great. But let's say you've been together for seven years. I feel at that point, there's like a certain level of honesty and you can like be like, I don't really think that that works on you. Oh, see, now the way you worded it was actually really good. Right. Well, I'm not going to be like, that makes you look terrible. Just like, I don't think that that works on you. Or like, if it's a color thing, I'll be like, oh, you look way better in like blue. Like you should buy, like, uh, maybe you should try that in a blue or maybe you should try that in a green or an orange. It's like, just because you like, at that point, you know, like what they like Mm -hmm. if you're paying attention. So you should just be like, this is what you like and what you go with in your style. So, and again, I get when people want to change stuff up, but you know, you still have a color palette that you go with summer, or autumn or whatever. It also ties into their makeup palettes and eyeshadows and stuff. Right. Like that. No, I don't, don't really know how much that, that stuff costs now. What do you do when you weren't listening to what they were saying? How do you come back from that? What? Oh, that's good. Like that? Huh? Yeah. Okay. Good answers. No, okay, so for real, like if I'm <laughs> I thought you maybe wanted to move on and I was like, fuck it, we're gonna go with it. Uh if you're not what well, okay, so it's if you're not paying attention and then they ask you a question. Yeah. Am I doing something else or am I literally just not listening? Be okay. I'm gonna assume I'm not doing something else because if I'm having a conversation with someone, I am paying attention. So I'll be like, Oh, I hey, I'm sorry, I was like focused on this. Like, take it from the top. Like, I treat it almost like it's, well, I do it on the show all the time, too. Like, I treat it like it's a, like, we're rehearsing a scene, and I'm like, okay, go back to the top, because I was focused on this thing. Okay. I don't make it sound like they're not important. I'm just like, oh, this was a thing that I was focused on, so let's go from the top so I can give you my full attention. Because if we are, are having a conversation, I am paying attention. I like it. All right. So... Say there's a situation where you don't want to do something. There's a situation where I don't want to do something. Yeah. How do you how do you get out of it? Like what, what do you do in that situation? I don't want to do that. Okay. I feel like honesty and being direct is like the best way. Like, hey, and they also like I'm assuming this is a long-term relationship. Yeah, most of these are kind of geared that way. If it's a long-term relationship, the partner should know what you're into and you're not into. Like you know, I don't, and also I always feel like even in a relationship, you should have like separate personal lives because if you're together all of the time, you are going to kill each other. That is true. What about uh, when you know you're right about something, but they won't let it go? And this one actually, some of these came from Shane's suggestions. Uh, okay. Is this like a factual thing? Or an opinion thing, because you can't be right or wrong about an opinion. We'll say factual. How do you break it to them that they're actually wrong and you're actually right? We have, like, supercomputers in all of our pockets, mm-hmm. and I just am like, look, look, here, here's science. So is there, is there a certain way you approach it, or you just straight up throw facts? I say, I don't think you're right on that. Okay. Let me look it up. Okay. And then... Now, opinions, like, you can't be like, you're wrong. You can be like, I disagree with your opinion. I feel a different way. But you also have to, like, accept people for who they are. That's logic. Yeah. That makes sense. Number six here. 
What do you do when you want to do something with your friends and they say it's okay? They say it's okay, but you can tell by body language that it is simply not okay. Okay. One, that relationship isn't going to last very long. Two, I am very much a literal person. Mm-hmm. I will say what I feel and what I think, and I will expect someone in a relationship with me. This is also assuming we've already had the conversation where, like, honesty is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, if you tell me something, I'm going to assume that that is what you mean. If I am in a relationship where I have to decipher hidden meanings to what you're actually telling me, I will not be in that relationship for very long. Because I will either not do that and you will get mad and leave, or I will get mad that I have to play uh, freaking Sherlock Holmes every time I want to go watch a football game. Yeah. And I'm not going to do that either. So I wouldn't be in that situation, I guess. I guess number seven kind of ties right into this because there's a situation in which you're like, are you mad? And they say, no, I'm fine. But you know that that's code for I'm still pissed and I'm not letting it go. Okay, here's the thing. I'm a, I am a big proponent of talking shit out. Like, I'm a big proponent of let's be honest, not brutally honest. It, to the point of, like, I'm going to say this thing in a way that will hurt this person the most effectively. Like, I am saying, like, in a relationship, communication is the most important thing. Then sexual compatibility. Uh, but, because everybody's got their own kinks, right? Like, you have to be on the yes. same page there. But, like, being able to talk to someone is the most important thing. So... I can understand someone being upset and not wanting to talk about it at that moment, and if that's what they mean by fine, then I let it go until they're ready to talk about it. But if you're going to hide emotion or try to emotionally manipulate someone, that's bad, and you need to look into yourself and grow. Like, I'm also super old. So, like, I have had the benefit of years and years of failing at this to get it right. You know? uh. But if someone is, like, visibly upset by something, and I genuinely don't know what it is, and they just say, fine, or don't worry about it, again, I'm going to go back to the last one, where I'm going to assume what you're telling me is the truth. So, I'm going to not worry about it, because it probably isn't about me, because I'm not the center of the universe. This one's a true scenario that I actually lived through. I'm sorry. When they spend $200 on stuff... That you didn't have the money for. Ooh. That's why you don't share bank accounts. It's actually pretty smart. Don't share bank accounts. Uh, You know, uh, that's just going to lead to bad road no matter what. Because usually in a relationship, someone is better with money than the other one. So, but I also don't, I don't subscribe to the 50s notion of the man having all the money. And, nah, neither do I. Um, but separate bank accounts. Or multiple bank accounts. If you're going to share a bank account, you have like a bank account for necessities, and then you have like a splurge account. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what about when they ask how your day was, and you won't take they won't take fine as an answer because that's you know sometimes like how was your day? It was fine. Okay. And that's an acceptable answer, but they want more because they want to have a conversation. They want to 
Like, I agree with this. I would actually be on the other side of that. Like, okay. don't just tell me fine. Like, if I'm, and if it's, it's different if somebody's just like, hey, how's it going? Or if they're genuinely like, yeah. you know, like the day's over, you're either like sitting next to each other on the couch, you're laying in bed, and then they're like, hey, so how was the day? Like, tell me what was going on today. Like, tell me what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the start of a conversation. So if you're just being like, fine, then like, that's, you're the problem there. But what if your day was just, it was fine. Nothing really happened. But the, you, uh, something always happens, man. Like, there's always stuff that happens. Even if it's just like, I didn't really do much. Like, I watched some TV or work. Work. There were no issues with work, so it went by pretty fast. You know, had a funny conversation in the break room or whatever. There's always something that happened. Okay. And here's the last one. Thank you. Last scenario. Surprise. I told you about this. The in-laws are coming over today. What do you do in that situation? When they say they told you, but you know for sure they didn't. Okay, so that's like a two-part question. Uh, first, I'm going to go with this because it directly applies to this episode. I fucking hate surprises. Don't hide shit from me. Secondly, maybe they did tell you in a way, or maybe they thought they told you and they generally forgot. Like, but also, like, has it been established that you don't really get along with the in-laws? Has it been established that, like, you don't want to, you don't like entertaining guests? Well, let's go with the trope that no one gets along with their in-laws. Okay. Um, that's part of it, man. Like, you marry the whole family? Yes. Uh... So, like, suck it up, bud. Like, that's part of it. Like, no relationship is a thousand percent going to go exactly the way you want it every single time. And if you feel like everything should go your way all the time, you're probably a petulant child. So, I'm sure there are plenty of things that the opposite, that the partner does that they aren't super into because you are like it or it's your thing. And also, like... The trope is nobody likes their in-laws, which means that your partner probably doesn't like your uh, immediate family. So that's probably you know, accurate. If it's if it's the, if it's fair and balanced, if it's equal, like you both are always spending time, or especially if their in-laws live far away and they're coming into town, which is what that sounds like. That's what that sounds like. Uh, man, that's like a special thing, and you should support your partner because obviously they're excited about it. So, I think like, relationships is... are partnerships. So, I think this is good advice. I, I like, Also, it's probably not, like, I'm, I've been divorced twice. I'm terrible in relationships. Super great at divorces. Super great at getting married. Super bad at staying married. Super <laughs> awesome at divorces. And I think that just leaves one letter for the week. Like, why did you do this to me? Why? Why is always for you? And this week, we got an email we from do. Bill from Indy. Okay. Email. Bill from Indy. Here we go. I was totally defeated by the Tadolf Switler quiz. That seems not something we should have put on there. Well, I think he was comparing that Adolf Hitler thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I only know her music from the Big Teeth guy on Postmodern Jukebox. He's really awesome. The DQP Canadian correspondent, I don't know who that is, asked for some anime that was more youth-friendly, so I hope I will hope you will include these recommendations on next week's episode. We're going to include them on this week's episode, Bill. 
Hide the legal lollies, forget the panty shots, and limit the jiggle. This anime is for youngsters. That was really good, man. Mm-hmm. You should write on this show, Bill. Uh, first one, Hunter Hunter. Hunters devote themselves to a life of adventure, exploring uncharted territory and challenging wild monsters. Follow Gone as he sets out to become the youngest hunter ever, and his first step into fighting his missing father. He will make new friends, train with new mentors, and even travel t- into a video game world. This is TV14 streaming on Netflix. I like Hunter Hunter. My boy daughter likes hunter hunter a lot uh the main character's weapon is a fishing pole which is pretty neat it is like a classic it's your classic anime in the vein of like dragon ball z naruto bleach stuff like that uh where it's like hero who grows to become the most important person i think that's great for kids rising of the shield hero in this Izaki anime, four men from modern-day Japan are summoned to another world to become their four cardinal heroes and prevent an upcoming catastrophe. Now, Fumi Iwatani is ridiculed by his fellow heroes when it's revealed that he will fill the role of S.H.I.E.L.D. hero. He set out on his own to prove them wrong and become the strongest among them. Another TV-14 rating. Check it on Hulu. This is also really good. It's got some decent comedy bits in it. Uh, it's a a little slow at times. I think younger kids may be uh, turned off by the lack of action in some of the episodes. Okay, but it's uh, it's like it's something you could watch with a child and also be uh, enjoyed by. Like okay. I don't like shit like Naruto and Bleach and stuff because it's less. I feel like it's more specifically driven to children. Yeah. Whereas this, you could get there. And finally, why the hell are you here, teacher? Ichiro Sato is just an average student, except for when it comes to catching his teacher in risque situations. How many times can one student trip, fall, and land on his naked teacher? It's not quite porn because it's TV anime and it's streaming on high dive. If the kids are around, watch your boy Kong Mean instead. Yeah, this one is another etchy series by Bill because apparently we have found Bill's kink on this show. Uh, I've seen this one too because I watch a lot of shit. Uh, it is on high dive, which is a little weird to navigate. Uh, I feel like their app could really use some optimization. It's not bad. Uh, I would watch Needless over this if you're going to be on high dive anyway. It's uh, sort of a post-apocalyptic retelling of Christianity. Interesting. It's really good, all with some Mega Man aspects. Okay. Uh, Needless is really good. Uh, I would put that over Why the Hell Are You Here, Teacher. I don't know why he put that on an anime for children list. I have no idea. Uh, I was reading it, and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But, uh, but other kid-friendly animes, uh, like I said, uh, Space Dandy's pretty good. And it's very tongue-in-cheek absurdist. Uh, obviously, the big ones, uh, Naruto. I wouldn't watch Full My Alchemist with children. Maybe the first one, but not Brotherhood. So there you go, Bill. There's your anime recommendations from Bill from Indy. Maybe this can become a recurring thing. Uh, so I guess... Check, please. Yeah, what did we learn today? We learned that... <laughs> Doug doesn't know makeup prices. We learned that... Whoever gave Nathan those book reviews has got serious relationship issues. We learned that there are weird-ass cartoons out there on the internet if you go looking hard enough. We learned about 
dudes writing what they think women want in movies because yep. i don't believe that the that list was written and no. cultivated by women no. and we learned that doug is terrible at relationship advice so, i disagree uh tune in next week where we do more of this uh yeah. Also, questions, comments, concerns, call a score line, 765-242-5978. Or you can email us, draftyq at gmail.com. And if you really like us, you can give us a dollar. Subscribe to our Patreon at... Just get oh. on Patreon. Yep. Look up DraftyQ. Yep. Patreon.com slash One dollar. One dollar is all we ask for. And then maybe I can get Crunchyroll and watch more animes. Yeah, I mean... I, I prefer Funimation over Crunchyroll, but I know Bill heartily disagrees with me on that. I guess there's really nothing left to say, right? Yeah, I guess protect your nuts. 